Well, Vin, uh, you are you're a Hall of Famer, and it, it, that that call is going to come someday. Adam Vinatieri here with us on ESPN Radio, and and you you man, you are with two remarkable franchises. You're a four time Super Bowl champion. You hold damn near every record known to mankind for most points scored, most field goals made, most most consecutive field goals made. I mean, it would take too long to go down your entire resume, but it all started with a man named Bill Belichick finding you with the Amsterdam Admirals and bringing you over to the New England Patriots, and the rest is literally Canton history. When you got that first phone call from New England, what was that like for you? Oh, it was, it was a dream come true. You know, I, I uh, was in training camp uh, in in Georgia, actually. That's where all the, the NFL Europe teams were at, and uh, Mike Sweatman was the special teams coach at the time for New England, and they, uh, you know, all of us specialists were together at the time, you know, practicing together before we went to our, our, our respected countries that were playing. And um, Sweatman, you know, Belichick, uh, Parcells was the head coach at the time. You know, they, uh, they saw something in me, I guess. You know, they, they, they think, I guess they needed a kickoff guy. They had Matt Barr as their field goal kicker, but um, gave me an opportunity to compete for the job. And I think ultimately I probably won the kickoff job and, did well enough in camp that they, they gave me a shot to, to kick field goals too. And I guess, you know, from there, the rest is history, but yeah, I can't, can't be thankful enough to, to uh, the Patriot, you know, the Patriot staff and ownership and just to give a, a small town South Dakota kid like myself an opportunity to compete. And, and it worked out pretty good. You know, Vin, so many people are sharing Belichick stories and Mike Vrabel told me one years ago where, and you know, Vrabes about as well as anybody, when Bill Belichick would walk into a room, right, into your meeting room, and everyone's in there burping and farting and having a good time, and then all of a sudden a <laughs> hush would come over. And you, I hear you giggling. Describe what that was like when Bill Belichick, you know, in, in your first film session would walk into that auditorium and how the hush would start from the back row to the point he got to the podium. Well, you're you're exactly right. Like um, he, any meeting that you went into, and it didn't matter if you, you know, I, I recall one meeting where, where we beat the crap out of the team the day before. It was a it was a big win. It was a forty-five to seven type win. You know, it was a very, very dominant showing that day. And you know, we were all feeling pretty good about ourselves, thinking that this was going to be a, an easy meeting. And Belichick went right down the list and and uh, started throwing daggers and throwing throwing comments about like, Hey, that's great. If you think you're beating the Northwest, you know, community college of whatever, <laughs> but if you think this is going to be good enough to, to do this in the playoffs, it's not. And then he literally went down the list and, and, you know, Hey, okay, here's Brady's throwing into a defensive team meeting. And then here's the offensive linemen that are trying to get their quarterback killed. And then let's go to the other side of the ball and uh, let's look at this. And, then, and, and he just went down the list of, of nobody was sacred. Every, he, was, he was letting everybody know that there's room for improvement. I remember Josh Miller was the punter at the time. He looked over at me and goes, man, I – Crap, dude! I thought we I thought we just won this game. You know, he made us feel like <laughs> we got our butts kicked, kind of thing. But, but that was kind of the thing. I, I always felt like Bill was uh, was not just a, a mastermind and X's and O's and football strategy and all that, but I always felt like he could push the right buttons for players and get the most out of all of his guys. So, you know, obviously played on a lot of really talented football teams 
Yeah, and I, I, every year is a new team because you got new guys and guys that leave and guys that come on. So when I say that, I mean every single season's a new team, if you will. And uh, you know, we obviously had a lot of talented guys there in New England, but he always seemed to to make sure he got the most out of everybody and push the right buttons to get everybody to work hard and be selfless, self, selfless about everything. He didn't, you know, it wasn't about who got the accolades. There's plenty of, plenty of uh, stuff to go around for everybody. And, and I think everybody really bought into his system, you know, and, and you can be a great coach if, but if people don't trust you, believe you know that you, what you're, you know, it can get, it can get kind of washed away or, or lost in translation. But I think that was the thing that Bill did really well is he, he put together a group of guys that believed in his system and believed in each other. And, and you know, that's I, – I, I'll call it a dynasty. I was part of the first three Super Bowls, but they ended up going to a whole bunch more and ended up winning six and went to nine or whatever the heck it was in that, in that era. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was really impressive to watch his leadership and watch all of the players – buy into the system and and know that you're going to get the most out of each other and rely on each other and and uh, trust each other and and you know it was a, it was a it was a cool atmosphere to be around Adam Vinatieri, one of the best to ever do it. In our opinion, he's a future Hall of Famer joining us here on ESPN Radio, remembering uh, the greatness of Bill Belichick in New England. And it, it feels like a eulogy, right, with like with Nick Saban, you know, and Pete Carroll and and and, and now, you know, Bill Belichick. But Belichick and Carroll sound like they want to coach again. Saban's done. So if you have a, a any message for any player – that is going to be playing for Bill Belichick next year. Can you describe the other side of Bill Belichick? Because there is a soft side and a funny side to Nick Saban. And by all accounts, Belichick has that other side also. What What, what is the, uh, the flip side of that Belichick coin? Well, no, for sure. You know, and the, and the funny thing about Bill is I've, I've been around him in, in, a lot of different areas. Like, obviously, he, I, I was a player when he was the coach, and then I, I had the privilege to be around him when I wasn't on the same team. But when they were there in in New, or they were there in Indianapolis for the Super Bowl, and I was playing for Indy. One of the most exciting nights of my entire life is he called a bunch of former players. I think I was the only current player at the time. But we we sat at saying it. We sat at St. Elmo's in the back private room and about 10 of us guys and, and coach and Bears, his assistant, we just sat around and had a few bottles of wine and told stories. And you know what, when he's, when he's not in front of the camera, he's a completely different person. And, and he's a funny guy. He's a charismatic guy. Most, most people have never seen that side because he doesn't put his guard down when he's coaching, but, but yeah, now he's, uh, you know, he's a, he really is. He's a really a, a great, a great human being. And a lot of people, if, if you're not a Patriots fan, you would, you think he's the, the, you know, the <laughs> Darth Vader's father, I guess you think he's <laughs> terrible and you don't want to be around it. But when you see the other side of him, you, you realize that he's super passionate about football now. Don't get me wrong, but you know, some of my best conversations with him, some of the, the most sincere things that he's ever said or done, you know, for me, was after I wasn't on his football team anymore. And, and he always he showed little sparks of that to, his, to the team when you're playing for him, but, but he understands the value of, of you know, relationships and friendships and that kind of stuff. And I, I really, truly do value him as not only 
not only the greatest coach to walk the earth. And now I never played for Lombardi or Shula and some of these, you know, Chuck, no, there's a lot of great coaches out there. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to any of them, but the modern day era, I just don't think there's anybody else out there that that's anything like him, you know, just, just the way, I mean, proof is in the pudding, right? So Vinny, if you can take us to, to one of your favorite stories of the softer side of Belichick, that guy you're describing right now. Whether it's a funny moment, whatever. I mean, oh, you're laughing. There's one that popped it. Yeah, come on. Come on with it. What do you got? Well, come on. well I'll, I'll keep it as PG as I possibly can. No, PG-13. PG-13. How's that? PG-13. Okay, good enough. Uh, we're, we're my rookie year. Um, obviously, I'm some nobody, right? It's training camp, and I'm trying to earn a position. Well, most of us specialists, I mean, we, you know, during, during special teams periods, we're kicking and punting and doing our thing. And then the rest of the hour and a half of the two and a half hour practice, we're just kind of standing on the sidelines. So a lot of times they wanted us to, and, and Bill at the time, Belichick at the time was the defensive backs, the defensive coordinator, defensive backs coach. And he would, he would have us come over there and, you know, run routes so the DBs could, you know, it, it was at a very slow pace. Like we're not giving them a true look, but more, more of a walkthrough or a jog through, if you will. And, um, Bill never called me by my name. It was a, it was either Hey Four or Hey A Hole, and I'm, that's <laughs> that's the PG version of it. And um, I didn't have a name until Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, he he invited Tom Cooper and myself over to his house during Thanksgiving, and I think that's probably the first time he ever called me by my first name. And and then after that, you know, uh, I guess. I guess probably the the Dallas game when I probably my most my, my most athletic moment of my life was when I when I ran down and tackled Herschel Walker and I think at that point I maybe earned a little bit of respect <laughs> with my teammates and coaches but at that point from that there on he called me Adam or Vinny or whatever it was no more a hole or no more number four so you that know is... I don't know if that's the I don't know if that's the story we're looking for but that's the first one that jumped to my mind that is. <laughs> Outstanding, man. Adam Vinatieri, future Hall of Famer, joining us here, four-time Super Bowl champion, looking back on his time with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And take us back to 01, right? And you, I think you know where I'm going with this. I mean, it's it's 17-all, game on the line. I think it was a 48-49 yarder, right, to win the game in, in New Orleans uh, after 9-11. I mean, there's so many different storylines where you guys were like a double-digit dog. I think it was like a 13-14 point dog to the unbeatable yep. St. Louis Rams. You're going out there. Did he say anything to you before you went out to hit that game-winning kick, which started your iconic Hall of Fame career? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take a few steps back, actually. When, when Bledsoe got injured early in the year, you know, he had a team meeting, and he basically did typical Bill Belichick thing, right? Hey, season's not over. We don't have to do anything different. We just have to do – Everybody do your job. And how many times have we all heard him, the, the iconic, do your job, right? So he, he set the standard for all of us that whole season to just do, just do your job and do it well. I'll put together a game plan. And as the season went on, and I'll be the first one to admit, you know, I didn't know Tom Brady was going to be Tom Brady, right? Nobody did. We just all thought, oh, man, we just lost our starting quarterback. How's the season going to go? And and Bill, the, the football genius that he was, made sure we had a good game plan and, you know, tried to take a little bit of pressure off of Tom initially and, you know, put it on everybody else a little bit. And, and it worked out pretty well. Obviously, we, we advanced all the way to the Super Bowl. Now, getting to that 
one thing about Bill that I, I have a huge admiration and respect for is he always came to me before the game and he said, you know, what's our line? Meaning at the end of the game, yep. you know, or what is your, what is your range? What is your limit? That kind of stuff. And, and to his credit, I mean, he, him being a, a former special teams guy a million years earlier, he, he understood and, and knew how important special teams was. And I think that's, Another big reason, not not me per se, but another big reason New England was always so successful for those couple of decades is because he knew and paid so much attention to how important special teams was. So he always gave me the what's what's your line? Like we had a great we had great communication before the game started, so we kind of knew what to expect. Um, this particular situation indoors not going to be an issue. So. At that point, there was no conversation. I knew what was on the line, tied up. Chances are it's coming down, you know, coming down to my foot if we can get into range. And, again, just one of those one of those awesome fourth-quarter drives that Brady puts together. He, you know, hits J.R. Redman and, and uh, Troy Brown and uh, Wiggins and all these different guys that just march down the field and do their job and he spikes the ball. And at that point, you know, most of the guys never really say much to the kicker when he's getting ready to get out onto the field and do their stuff. So Bill was never a guy that really said too much. He just expected you to do your job and do it well. And, and I think Willie, Willie McGinnis was the only one that gave me like a swat on the butt and said, let's go, man. And I trot it out there, but uh, you know, the expectation was always there. And, and uh, you know, I, I just, I felt like he brought the best out of everybody because they, they, the, the level of trust and expectation with each other and ourselves was just a different thing. So I don't think there was any comments that he actually said to me, but it was, uh, it was expected to go out there and do your job, you know? I love it, man. And, and you, by the way, full disclaimer, you were spoiled. You went from Bledsoe <laughs> to Tom Brady to Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. Yep. I mean, my yep. God. Well, you and I talked about this on, on, on the field like five or six years ago, I mean, I, and, and I looked at you as I was calling one of your games with the Colts. It wasn't that freezing game in Kansas City. You remember that one? When I, I mean, dude, that, that, was, oh, yeah. that was like 17 below. Yeah. You're looking at me like yep. you're in jeans. What's wrong with you? You, you? You're an idiot. You are your brother. I mean, you're a moron. But when it, when it, when it comes to quarterback play, you, you've, you've played with some of the best and some of the best coaches. If you can put into layman's terms for any football fan out there, what that combination means to any organization—the coach and quarterback combo. Oh, it's 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 everything. Honest to God, you know, you there's there's some great coaching quarterback duos. If you you know if you go through history, some of the most successful teams had exactly that. You know, and and Tom and and Bill were no. We're no different. I think, you know, everybody always wants to, you know, is it Tom? Is it Bill? And I always laugh. I'm like, why can't it be everybody? Why can't it be the both of them? Because I think Tom probably isn't, probably isn't who Tom is today without Belichick's leadership and, and guidance. And, you know, like, like I think Tom learned the fundamentals of football or, or, you know, the basics of the X's and O's and all that through, the mind of a football genius with Belichick. So I think Tom would, I don't want to put words in Tom's, you know, in, in Tom's mouth, obviously, but I think he would say that he's a better football player because of Bill. And, and, and clearly when you have an athlete like that leading your team on the field, 
it's going to make you look like an even better coach because you're winning games because you've got an exceptional player out there. So I think both of them reaped a lot of success from each other's success. And so, you know, it was always such a, you know, is it because of Tom? Is it because of Bill? You know, do they win six Super Bowls over X amount of years if one of them isn't there? Probably not the same amount of success. And, and, and But that's no slant on either of them because – what you know anybody that's successful has to have help throughout their career to get them started to help guide them to help this that i think i think it's foolish for us to try to figure out who is more important both i mean equally important and and uh you know i just i just i saw it firsthand in the development of tom and uh you know those two can you say anything about you know the, the goats at both of their coaching and and quarterback position why wouldn't you why wouldn't you just embrace it you know what i mean Amen, Ben. Amen. I could not agree with you more. As we turn you loose, we greatly appreciate your time here, uh, looking back on, uh, at your time with uh, with the great Bill Belichick, who will be moving on. It's going to be weird to see him in a cutoff hoodie, right, uh, in, a, in, a, in a different <laughs> logo. I mean, but it, it's going right. to happen. Uh, you have a good story about my brother. My brother, for people who don't know, was a young – uh, QC with the Colts with, with uh, when, when Vin went over from pa- from the Patriots to be with Manning in Indy. Uh, my brother's an idiot. We all know that. I mean, he's he's a different dude, but he's a hell of a coach. You have, you have a good memory of just just that moron dialing up plays with you. Well, I tell you what, you know, um, your brother and I. I call him Fitzy because that's that's his name to me. I don't call him anything other than Fitzy. Yep. So so when he came in, he was that young coach, eager to learn. Um, I was kind of the old veteran kicker guy, if you will, but, um, it's, it's awesome because, uh, as he moved around, he went to Vanderbilt and he'd, he'd send me video and ask me questions and, Hey, can you help me with this kicker? Or what do you think about this? Or we're recruiting this guy. So we've had a, a unbelievable relationship over, you know, two decades time now, probably. So, um, Nothing right off hand that sits out other than. Oh, you, know, you do. Our, I know you do, but you're not going to share it because he might be looking for a job, right? So I get it. I yeah, get it. You know <laughs> what? Our, our, personal, our personal relationship stays personal. There you go. <laughs> but I do respect the heck out of him. He's a, he's a hell of a coach and a hell of a good dude. And, and we have drank a couple glasses of bourbon back in the day and telling stories. So I'm looking forward to the next time we get to do that again. Vinny, you're the best, man. Thank you so much for your time and looking back at your time with Bill Belichick, who is going to be coaching somewhere again and again. It's gonna, it is going to look weird watching him in a, on a different sideline wearing a different hoodie, man. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate I, it, Vinny. Oh, yeah. One last thing. I have zero insight, but could, could you imagine if Saban was Belichick's OC or something? I, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but could you imagine that those two guys back together? I mean, they got their coaching start pretty much together, right? In Cleveland, They've got yeah. a huge, long – that would be amazing. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Probably never will. But, man, that would be incredible if that happened, too. Dude, that might break the internet if if Belichick hires Nick Saban to be his defensive coordinator at his new NFL spot. That might uh, – You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> Vinny, you're the best, brother. Thank you so much, dude. Awesome, My pleasure. Take care, guys.